following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Blowing out of the backfield, exploding down the sidelines. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton. Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. We are back. That's right. Hanging with the boys. We are back after draft. There's a live look right there at the Ford Center Tostitos Championship Plaza. What's the weather today? It's it's overcast. We've had some good days, you know, overcast, yes, yeah. 79 degrees, feels like 79 degrees, a little bit gloom and doom, but, you know, us old folks, we always say we need the rain. You know, we yeah. need, oh, yeah. we need oh, the yeah. rain, good for the grass. You young people don't understand that just yet, but when old people say we need the rain, it's good for the grass, <laughs> cut the sprinklers off, you know, you might have put a little right. fertilizer down, might have laid some seeds down. This is the grass growing part of the year, so we need a good rain every now and again. But we also needed a good draft every now and again. Mm-hmm. The draft just concluded last week. Cowboys uh, having one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine, nine picks nine. in uh, uh, in the three day draft period in Las Vegas, and uh, we're gonna dive into what the Cowboys did. One of us in here yeah. came in here just beaming and gleaming. Yeah. He, called, he called me twice this weekend. I hadn't had a chance to call him back. Yeah. I always tell him, if I don't have time, if I don't have 25 minutes plus, yeah. I can't yeah. answer the phone. Yeah. And I just couldn't quite get that uh, just just yet. But before we dive into the draft, let's just do a little, little wellness check. Kurt, how are you, brother? Good. Good. Had a good weekend. It, uh, nice little storm rolled through last night. Yeah. You know, like you said, got some rain. But, uh, yeah, feeling feeling pretty good. Glad to be here with you guys today. Nathaniel, how, I'm excited. How, you're excited. <laughs> no, no. You know, feeling good. Hey, this is, you know what? You said something about that rain, and I wanted to just add a little something to that. Unless you've played football in over 50 because your bones ache when it rains. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually true. My yeah. knee my knee is bothering me when the rain comes. Yeah. But, uh, um, you know. I'm excited. Let's go, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> this, uh, there, there's this thing that we all fall victim to at some point in times in our lives, more often than not. We joke about it, and I always talking about being left on the porch, right? right? There was a level of hope that was in me right. that yeah. this time, this time, when my dad said he was coming to pick me up, <laughs> that he actually was, no, no, wait, I'm going somewhere. I'm going, do a wellness I'm, check with I'm, you. I'm going somewhere. I'm going somewhere. I'm going somewhere. Ride with me now. You, you like to ride? Ride with me. Come okay. on. Come on. Let's, let's ride the baseline out. Right. Okay. And there were times when I would always say, like, this is going to be the time. No, he's, no, no, no. I said, Grandma, no, he said it this time. Like, this time, he's going to come. He's like, all right, baby. She said, okay, baby. All right, all right. And I'll sit in that porch. And cars go up and down that street, up and down that street for months, for weeks, for sometimes even years. I would be like, this is the time, though. Mm. And so there was this level of hope that he was going to come. And for a long period of time, he never showed up at all. And I feel like. Especially when I when and I know why Nate's calling. I know why Nate's when I walked in here, he's chinning and grinning from yeah. ear to ear. Yeah. It's this level of hope that the draft brings. And it puts us on the porch. 
And it says every single year yes, yes. that we are going to go and get the pieces and that, that this is going to be the year. Right. Like, this is going to be the year, Kurt. Yeah, you know it. That that the Cowboys do what they're supposed to do in the offseason, do what they're supposed to do in the draft. Yes, and sir. And this is going to be the year yes, sir. since you've been playing yes. Nathaniel Newton. That's right. That the Cowboys get back to Super Bowl contention, mm-hmm. Super Bowl, uh, 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 rev, uh, um, what word am I looking for? Uh, um, they just get back to being Super Bowl realistic opportunities. Right. right. So coming out of this draft, how do you feel, Nate? Do oh, you, I feel great. But this I, is the hope. I this feel is great. The hope. <laughs> Nate Newton's hope is what a lot of Cowboy mm, fans sounds have. Like, sounds like you might be feeling differently. No, I'm just saying uh. that this is what Jerry Jones and the Jones families bakes on. They bank on no matter what went wrong, no matter how people feel, there's this cycle of resetting hope and optimism every single year. And it starts in the draft. And they'll bring some guys in because you watch the Twitter landscape and you look across the board and the the cowboy fans, the true blue and silver cowboy lifers, right? they will dissect every pick. And no matter how good or how bad they're going to say that this is the next, you know, we got we got we got the next uh, uh, uh Hall of Fame offensive lineman. We got the next Hall of Fame defensive end. We got the next Hall of Fame wide receiver. It's that level of yeah. hope that the Joneses bank on and, and and profits off of every single year. So as we get into this to this draft, uh, our first round pick, we're gonna. I'm gonna turn it over to you, Nate, because none of us know offensive line better than you. Yeah. Well, it, so when you look at Tyler Smith, the number number 24 overall pick for the Cowboys in the first round out of Tulsa, uh, they have him listed as tackle, but he's gonna start out as the offensive guard. Yeah, and the pros about this guy is he's mean, he's nasty, he has size, he has strength. The cons about this guy is he come from a small market school, yep. led the NCAA last year in, uh, in penalties for an offensive lineman, and now that he's moving to guard, he already has some kind of hand placement technique issues. Uh, but he's they're saying you know moving to guard, you can kind of disguise that a little bit because you're not on the island you know one on one. So there's some pros and some cons about this this player. But Nate, how do you feel? About the Cowboys' first round pick, you know, you know, I called a few people too, man, because like I told Kurt earlier, and I'm telling everybody, I didn't, I didn't do my normal, just go at it, you know, looking at Lima, going to the Senior Bowl, because the way I looked at the Cowboys this year here is, I want to, I want to give a player a fresh start, and and I and I read these things you're talking about, Jess. I talked to a few people. The only problem he has. His hand placement. His feet is good. His hips are good. Hmm. All Coach Philman got to do is some technique, some hand techniques. Uh, Randy White was good with, you know, the taekwondos and, the, and the, those type techniques, punching, releasing. These ty- Coach Philman got to teach that. He didn't do a very good job with the last guy that left out of here. He's got to teach that. Hmm. I'm serious. Now, and, yeah. No, so let me ask you this because what w- we had before in Connor Williams, right. the biggest thing was the holding. The holding, right? Yeah. Now, uh, I- I've never played in the trenches, 
Thank mm-hmm. God. I'm way too pretty for that. Way too pretty to play in the tournament. It, 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 it ain't too many handsome, you know, trench players. You know, y'all, yeah. y'all, y'all get roughed up in there. You can call it how you see it, but okay. I'm right. <laughs> yeah, Call it how you feel it. Uh-huh. But when you talk about coaching, the last guy that left here, his issue was strength, right? Didn't have really good strength, got, got bullied a little bit, yeah. uh, had some other issues. And I look at and I say, are we taking one issue and replacing it with another? Because if we're relying on coaching, to me, I thought it was a lot easier to build strength. And tell me if I'm wrong, Nate, to build strength in a player who's been here for a couple off seasons than it is to build and and, and better technique. You, it depends on the player. Hmm. It, 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 you know, I tell people, if you're not an athlete, you threw. So you got to have some type of uh, athlete, uh, athletic ability about you. And you got to have a willingness to learn. This kid can learn technique. If, he, if The people I talk to, he got decent feet. He got good hips. Uh, he's mean. He's aggressive. Okay, what he got to do now is lock in my hand placement. It's always about my hands. It's always about my hand. That, that's one thing. That's one thing out of a million things that can go wrong. If he can learn his hand placement, if he can punch, punch, learn how to uh, let it go, you know, uh, jab, stab, whatever. Uh, we had coaches, Coach Wise, we had coaches that could coach that. Yeah. Technique is a is a, a want-to thing. The ability to go out there, hit a goal post when nobody else ain't looking, punch a wall when nobody else ain't looking, <laughs> hit the speed bags when nobody else ain't looking, doing the things that's necessary. What about putting a hot towel on your neck if your neck is <laughs> Well, we, we hope and Tyrone don't do that more than t- well, six I'm times this year. You, you, I, didn't re- I thought technique would be easily learned than strength, like you said, because I would think that just that's like no, your I, makeup or whatever, you know. No, just I, I, you, think, I think for me, technique-wise – it's habit, right? Technique mm-hmm. is, is is habit forming. And what ends up happening is with technique is that I'm so used to doing things a certain way. And here is the biggest difference between high school, college, and pros. High school, college, and pros is when I was in high school, I was the best thing around. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have to have really good technique because – there was I just was a better athlete than anybody yeah, that I yeah. faced. Then college, you kind of got to start figuring out. You got to add a little strength because now you're coming in to 17 years old. There's a couple 22-year-old guys around there, right. right? And then some of those guys are league ready because now you're starting to go into facing not only guys from your small fishbowl, but now facing guys from all across the country. But then when you get to the league, that is the best of the best of the best. Right. So those guys are the strongest the quickest, the fastest. So if your technique over all those years has not been habit forming to the to the to the best of your ability, yeah. and you've created bad habits, but because you were just a better athlete than most people, what happens when you face the Nate Newtons of the world? What happens when you go and face the Reggie Whites of the world? You know, when you yeah. when you gotta face Aaron Donald, who is a tactician and a leverage player. A dog. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it, that's the part. So, I, I mean, I can always get in the weight room and lift weights. That's but, easy. But, 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 see, this the thing is, this is what happened to Connor. It didn't matter. See, this is where your mind got to be strong. It didn't matter what Connor did in the weight room. In his mind, he was never strong enough. Mm. 
So when, so. so yeah. Hmm. So when his mind is always, I gotta do a little extra. I gotta do a little shove. I got oh, this guy's getting away. Even though the guy right in front of him, this guy's getting. Oh, he's bullying me. All of a sudden, you gotta hold him. Yeah. We, this we, guy don't have that problem mentally. Right. We, he they, he know he's a bulldog. He know he's bad. He know he's strong. Yeah. He don't have that problem. So all you gotta do is work on his technique. So is that, I mean, we expect the first-round pick to be plug-and-play starter. Is he going to be able to learn that technique in time for this season? Yes, he will. He has no – he has nothing else to do. Look at that hope in his voice, Kurt. No, 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 I'm going to tell you what Jimmy Johnson once told one of our players. Son, do you like your mom and dad to get up and go to work every day? This is your job. This is your job. Now, if you don't want to get better, go on back to school – and yes, it, it it'll hurt, but we ain't got to pay you, and we can get somebody else. See, this is job. This is the problem that the Cowboys have been having lately: is not enough dedication to your craft. You, this guy got to be dedicated, you know. And I heard Mister Jones, Stephen Jones, say, "Well, we don't know where he's gonna be. That's what Todd Archer. We don't know if this dude is not a starter. That's the draft pick you wasted." I promise you could have went somewhere in a different position and got a starter. This Cowboy team is not good enough to say this guy's not a starter. Yeah, you drafted the wrong guy. What I got to believe that. We talked last week about if the center's there or the guard's there, you prefer the center. But Lindenbaum was there. Yeah, they took he got taken next. I guess the Cowboys felt he was a little light. But was that a guy you were like, wait a minute, we should be taking him? I think where the Cowboys went was, and and this is the, I said this is the phrase or the word combination that I'm beginning to hate, <laughs> is position flexibility. They went and saw and said, hey, this is a guy who can play guard right now, and in the future can bump out to play tackle when Tyron. Doesn't uh, no time is no longer here, and I think that to them was more tantalizing and 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 sexy to get a guy who had position flexibility where he could start one way and then two or three years maybe just go ahead and bump on out the left tackle that way you have time you have you you, you know you, you can kind of still build on those things and instead of just going to the center where he would have what he would have had to been that one spot that one place for the duration of his. Uh, career, so I, I think that's where it kind of went. I thought, you know, I, I would have preferred, like Nate was saying, give me the surefire plug and play guy right now. Yeah, you got to, you you, you got a right tackle, whether you like him or not. It's still, you got all world at your right guard. You got a center that's okay. He just okay. He's an average center. Okay, you get a guard. Now it's and then if you get if you get the center just to hold up, you got a guard that's gonna start. This is this guy. Now you got now. You still got a left tackle that's a maybe. I I can deal with that. I can deal with the maybe. You can't have a bunch of maybes on the offensive line. And, and I was going to ask you guys this question as well, because when you look at the way that this line is currently built, right, mm. and let's just go, and we don't know, but we're going to assume right now that the starters will be right tackle steel, right guard Zach Martin, uh, uh, center being – I'm just drawing a black on that center. Biotis. Biotis. And now Smith and Smith at left guard right. and left tackle. Right. What happens when – because it's going to happen – it's right. going to happen. I'm, I'll, right. I'll bet right. mortgage yeah. on it. When Tyron has to go and miss three games, four games, you, you, and you, now you bump this kid out, who do you bump this kid out to play I tackle? I wouldn't. Or do you leave him put to continue his progression 
and growth there, and now you've put someone else at tackle, and if you're going to put someone else at tackle, who is that tackle that you're now saying is going to have to play and be be the, the, the force of this offensive line for my $40 million quarterback? Mm-hmm. Will McClay will figure it out. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Well, he don't. What, what? Just taking a shot at the offensive coordinator. When you don't have a, a scheme, okay, you can't you can't afford to just bounce around anybody everywhere. When your scheme, and this is just me taking a shot at the offensive coordinator. Pew, when, pew. when you don't have a solid scheme, and you're running a bunch of plays, you 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 got to get in there and find out what your guys can do. Get it. Don't have this kid head spinning. Let him get in, work on his technique, be a, be the best guard he can be, you know, or the best tackle. But back and forth, no, 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 no. no. Let's don't let's don't do that to this kid. Yeah, I think that'd be a huge yeah. Let's don't do that to let Will McClay them go out and find somebody because uh, I think they made a good pick. I don't know how great it'll be, but I think they made a good pick. All right, you know. now, Mr. Jones, he did say in the press conference that they, you know, they drafted Josh Ball last year and they drafted this Matt uh, Letzko from North Dakota this year, and he was saying basically we have we may have our spring or our swing tackle on the roster now with these two young guys, which that sounds pretty dangerous to me. It does, but <laughs> what can you what can you do? What can you do? Go find a I mean, veteran. Yeah. Well, there's some out there. Mm-hmm. But what we will do is we'll take our first break of yeah. the day, and we'll go through the rest of the Cowboys draft picks and um, and the start of drafts still to come. And I'll tell you, I tell you why I think the Eagles and the Cowboys maybe got two of the biggest draft steals mm. in all of football after the break. Oh, hang with That's the boys. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yo quiero, yo quiero guacamole. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call. And teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. 
So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Back to Hanging with the Bulls. Welcome back to the most search podcast on the dot-com network, Hanging with the Boys. We are without our fearless leader today, Shannon Gross. Uh, so I'm in the captain's seat. And Hanging with the Boys is brought to you by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Um, we went through the first round. Well, we went to the first pick of the first round for the uh, for the Cowboys. And we we all had our feels of what we what we thought he was going to be, and now I want to go through the rest of this draft and 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 talk about some of the other players that the Cowboys picked up. And when we get to it, I also want to tell you why I think that the Cowboys, as well as our rival, the Philadelphia Eagles, maybe got two of the biggest steals all right. in the draft. And I mean, like upside is upside, but it's going to take a little bit of help from some other departments to make sure that this thing uh, works out. So let's dive right into our second round pick, which was Sam Williams, which by the way, Nate, because we know how you are just so eloquent when it comes to names. He actually wants to go by D. He doesn't want to go by Sam. His his middle name is like Derek or something like that. And he's like back home. It was on a podcast. I don't I don't remember the podcast. And it was it was RJ Achoa. Sorry if I don't remember the podcast, but RJ was he was on the podcast. And he was talking about how back home, no one calls him Sam. He goes, So when I go back home, he goes, You'll never hear anyone say Sam. Everyone calls me D. So going forward, we'll honor that. All right. Uh, at least I will try. Uh, and then if you don't but if you don't do well. He will be Sam. <laughs> if he doesn't play well, Samuel. He will be. He will be. He will be Sam. And when you watch this guy at Ole Miss, you saw just uh, his pass rush ability. Right. He, yeah. He was. He was one of the best pass rushers and sack getters in all of football. It was your first team All SEC. Yeah. First team yeah. All SEC. I think he had like three seasons where he was like you know eight plus sacks. Uh, when you talk about trying now to replace the absence of Randy Gregory at that bookend position to go along mm-hmm. with. Uh, with Tank Lawrence, because I didn't, I didn't think the Cowboys were. Uh, I didn't think the Cowboys. If you watch them coming off that edge, having that bend, uh, and, and the thing that's remarkable about about D. Williams is this right here. It's the speed, right? He's another one of those guys who, at the draft, ran some of those insane numbers in, in the four. I think it was like a four yeah. four or something like that at two hundred and fifty something pounds uh, in the draft. But he's good at the point of attack. Gets off blocks. He knows how to get to the quarterback, and 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 having a guy like this. He still has some some talk about technique. And I think that's a lot of things that we're going to look at when we're talking about a lot of draft picks. Athleticism is so high now. Guys are just yeah. so freaking athletic. Yeah. It's 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 ridiculous. So sometimes the 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 focal point on technique isn't there because it is like, you know what? When you're a college coach, I don't have that much time to focus on technique. Hey, just do your athletic ability and go get the quarterback. Right. 
And, and, and so if he can come in and, and work with our staff and really work on those hand placements, that dip and rip, the, the power punch, the long arm, the stick, the getting around the corner, understanding where the quarterback is in the pocket, and containing the quarterback while still getting to the quarterback, I think, I think this is going to be a, a, a very, very, very high-impact player for the Cowboys. You know, um, I just love – I just love when you come in and the first thing the – player directors say, or the head coaches, they don't have to say, you know, uh, it's more than one way to get to the quarterback if you don't have speed. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> this guy got speed. <laughs> he got a little athletic ability. I don't. I, I didn't see a lot where he had to bend a lot and, you know, bend the corner a lot. But he, like you said, yeah, he know where the quarterback at, and he can get there in a hurry. To that right there. Yeah, he can get there in a hurry. that tackle right yeah. there, being able to bend, get that yeah. shoulder dip and rip. Get there uh, in a hurry. That. And so when you see a guy that can do this right here, all he needs is just a little work from the coach. Don't bother him. Yeah. Enhance what he has and turn him loose. You just bring him, start him out as a pass rusher? Oh, yeah, bring him in. Yeah. And yeah. Do you worry about the, the stopping the run? He, he, right he looked like he can get underneath some blocks. I mean, he ain't got to take everybody. He's quick enough to get up underneath some blocks and make some things happen. You see him right there? He can, he can jump out the way and get back in the hole. And hand, see, and that's what I like about our defensive coordinator. He sees what this guy is, yeah. and he can enhance and add on to what he is. Yeah, you know, Quinn loved him. Yeah, so what I'm seeing right there, man, I mean, it's going to happen in a hurry with him. And they talked about one of his, like, you know, when you go back and you watch film, and they they always say put on that that tape where he he went and went to cross uh, one of the top tackles uh, in this draft. And you saw him right there. He he, he ran over, uh, you know, and around a lot of those guys. When you're talking about some of the best – Offensive lineman in the league. So, and I, I, and I'm, I will say this: I'm always a fan of. I'm, I'm a fan of pedigree. So, like, if your daddy or your or your brothers or your you got, it's, I'm always a fan of that. If you got that thing in your family gene, yeah. I'm always a fan of that because that that tells me that. You, you at least know. You, you at yeah. least know. No, you You've know. Been around yeah. it, you know it, you understand it. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm, I'm, I'm really high on. Where did you play? Mm-hmm. Like to say that you were one of the top dogs in the SEC when you go up against, you know, you have to go up against the Georgias, the Alabamas, the AMs, the, the Mississippi States, and all that kind of guy on who, and on. Pro- who produces a lot of the guys who we watch on Sundays. Yeah. That that and you're able to compete at a high level there. That always does a little bit more to me right. to say that he he'll be used to the competition level yeah. uh come Sunday here. Is there uh, where, any knock on his off the field, especially when your second round pick last year has got some off the field. I'm gonna tell you something. Talent versus tolerance. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you something. <laughs> I, I just think, I, I think when when you when when you get when you get get a guy like that, you you just tell him straight up. Say, look here, this is what we expect. Right. Yeah, but they they tell all those guys that. They you tell gotta, you all gotta, those you, guys you, that you got you you got. You got to stick to it. You can't tell a guy, and then that's like telling your kid, get over there and sit down, and then you walk out the room. You got to be willing to say, sit down, and if he, if he flinch, be on him. You got to be on this kid, man. Now, if it's an honest mistake where something went haywire just for that hot split second, if you have no history of that, if nothing, that's another story. If, if a kid ain't got a history or something, I don't know him, 
So I can't make a judgment, but it's how you open the door and let a person in your house is how you're going. Right. Like, if no, you, got, you. you know, if you got rules and regulations, you know, uh, and then this kid break these rules, it's got to be something to pay. It, it can't, you can't, can't, you know, Mr. Jones helped me a couple of times, but he came to a point where he said, you know what, man, no more. The next one out the door. Yeah. Well, I didn't make it out the door. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and that's the biggest thing is there, there's a couple of things that <coughs> that stardom, that celebrity, that money does. It, it of course, you know, makes your pockets a little bit fatter, mm. but it also enhances who the you dude are, that what, you yeah. really are. Yes. Like, you know, like, like money doesn't change you. Mm-hmm. Money doesn't, fame doesn't change you. It makes you exactly who you are on another <laughs> level. And, and and that's one of the biggest things. And and you know I'll have a chance to talk to the rookies again this year. And I, and I'll reiterate. Man, call it again. me. I'll, I'll go over there for free. Call I'll, me when you go talk to them. I'll reiterate it again to the rookies. Like this ain't Ole Miss. Call me. This ain't Ole Miss. It's not. Like what, yeah. whatever you. What, I don't care what program you were a part of. I don't care. Alabama, USC. Te- I don't care. This ain't it. Right. You, what you're about to experience as far as coverage and notoriety and, 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 and recognition, I don't care what program you've been a part of. When you come to the Dallas Cowboys, it is magnified times 50. Yeah. And every little, every little thing that you do becomes a mountain, and every mountainous thing that you do becomes a planet. <laughs> And I yeah. think sometimes they don't understand that because you in, in those small little country college towns, if you were the man, you were able to get away with those little things. In, in Dallas, you're not, especially with social media and, and everything. Mm. You're not going to be able to get away with those things. So I, I hope, I hope that those things, like Nate was saying, is not a history. It's not a pattern, but those things are being able to uh, to be rectified. And coming here says, "Hey, I got a new leaf, I got a new start, and I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna change the narrative of what it was in the past and go forward with great things." Let's jump into our next pick: uh, the Cowboys out the door with Amari Cooper, out the door with Sed Wilson, out the door with Malik Turner. Into the door is Southern Alabama Jalen Tolbert. Uh, thoughts. Is this is this the guy that's going to put in work that 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 frees up C.D. Lamb? Is this the guy who we're going to replace with? Uh, wh- where do you think he fits in in the in the pecking order of getting this offensive tack back to being one that people fear? Well, he's got good size. They say he's he's had obviously a great college career, although it was at a lower level. I don't know if that's going to be a big jump for him. I mean, he's a third-round rookie. I don't know how much you can expect of an impact this year, especially with Gallup. You know, I don't know if he's going to be – if he can step into the – I mean, the number two role. I don't know if he can do that. And number three role, you know. So I, I think he's – just from what I've read, he's everybody's high on him. He's a good pick. But, you know, I don't know how much of a big of an impact he's going to have this year. Jesse, when we was talking last week, all I wanted was me a route runner that could catch the ball. This kid's supposed to be a route runner. Yeah. Now, I know he's going to have to deal with hands. Mm-hmm. And on this level, they're going to put lay hands on him. But can, can he run his routes with precision, with precision? And can he come out of those breaks at the right time and do the right thing 
So that that that's what I'm that's what I'm can they accelerate this? Do we have the wide receiver coaches and the quarterbacks to help this kid accelerate this? Because we took C D Lamb a couple of years ago and Dak personally worked with him. Can they personally work with this kid and accelerate him just a little bit? So when he get ready to face our corners in training camp, when he come out of training camp, will he have some of that with him? Will he have that confidence to run those routes and to understand that the, this different coverages that's going to face him? That's a lot to ask. When I when I see him when I see him play, the first thing when I look at a receiver and I watch him on film, it's always like I I get speed, I get routes, I get yeah. off the line of scrimmage. The first thing I look at, the first thing I look at is how does he catch the football? He catches it, it nice. Is it a comfortable <coughs> thing? Yeah. Right, because you watch some guys yeah. who struggle, and they may be good players, but they like bobble the ball. It's body catches. It's it's like kind of unsure of themselves, and that's the one thing when I when I watch uh, Jalen that sticks out is he has a supreme amount of confidence when the ball is in the air. He attacks it, but he doesn't attack it where it's he's fighting it. It's it's a it's a. I'll, I'll tell you off air what my coach used to say. How you have to kind of. Cradle yeah. the football. It's like when you like when you're with a woman. It's like you know you you want to be firm and 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 and, ag- and aggressive, but you got to do it with a gentle touch, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and so when I look at him, the way he attacks the ball, it's firm and and, and and aggressive, but it's a it's a confidence and gentle touch. And so what what I want to know from from what I when I see him play is where is he gonna play? Because he has size. Yeah. And I am just a firm believer of this, and I, I think if you're going to get the maximum and the best out of CeeDee Lamb, it is no longer leaving CeeDee Lamb in the slot. It is playing him back outside where he was most of the time at, at Oklahoma, um, being able to be the playmaker that he is. Now, if this young guy is going to be able to come in, and make the proper adjustments and, and, and do the things where he understands how to run routes in the slot and be a slot receiver with the coverages and, and all that kind of space stuff, then I think he'll, he'll help this team tremendously. But the one thing I can for sure feel good about, this kid, when you watch him on tape, he catches the football. He catches it. He catches the football. Like that, he, he, it's contested catches over the middle, behind him, up high. And when you see that in college – you, you hope and you say, well, I was playing on a team where when we faced tougher competition, my quarterback may not have been NFL type of quarterback. Right. So I had to make a lot of these contested catches. And he's done, he's done it with ease. And he's able to catch the ball and then get that yak, as you see him running away from defenders against Tennessee. Mm-hmm. So you would like to think when he gets in the league and he has a quarterback who actually can throw the ball to him where it's supposed to be, when it's supposed to be there, that that's going to help him much more yeah. uh, in, in his, in his after-the-catch playmaking ability. What did you think of Dak calling him ahead of time? Getting him, He supposedly was, had a conversation where like, the team asked him to talk to him a little bit. I love it. Yeah. I, I mean, this is, going to be, this is going to be one of your guys. Like yeah. that, this is yeah. going to be one of your guys, so you need to get in with him right now and set expectations. Yeah, here, here, here's what I think uh, uh, we're, we're going to have to do, young fella. You know, whenever they call your name, I don't need you now at South Beach you know, down there enjoying the fruits <laughs> of your labor. So pick up, so pick up Sam on the way up here. Yeah, and, and I, I, I come need, on. I need you to go ahead. Yeah. You know, get it out your system the weekend of the draft. Yeah, and then I need you on a plane. I need you. I need you at the at the backyard 
so we can get this stuff together. <laughs> yeah, pick up Sam on the way. <laughs> now, this next draft pick, the fourth pick, 129th pick, Nate, this is look, 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 look at him, look at him, look at him, look at him, look at him. It's the start of draft, baby. Look at him. The Cowboys went and, and, and drafted Jake Ferguson out of Wisconsin. Um, I'm, I'm just going to toss it to you, Nate. This is hey, look here. Uh, this Ferguson kid, he has been in the spotlight ever since he stepped on campus at Madison. It took him a moment to get where he needed to get. But this is what I like about this guy. He's an all-Big Ten selection. They don't throw the ball at Wisconsin, y'all. They block. They block. He is a reliable pass catcher and a blocker, and he's the best blocker in this class. I mean, this this is what Kurt and his boys wrote. Kyle Yeomans. Yeah. And we went and got this dude. We got a blocking tight end, fellas. Cut the rest of them right now. (laughs) Jake Ferguson, once he learns the speed of the game, once he learns the speed of the game, now we can have an outside zone play for Tony Pollard. We can have an outside zone play for Tony Pollard. Wow. This is the start of the draft. The start of the draft. All right. Besides re- re- getting Quinn back in here as a coach, this is the star of the draft. <laughs> well, I don't know. We, we see anything else? No, I'll let. Uh, I'll let. Uh, I'm just saying, man. man. Well, yeah. Then we get into the fifth round, and this is where the Cowboys had majority of their picks. Yeah. And this is the portion that day three of the draft is. You know, a lot of people call it the scouts draft. Mm-hmm. That's when guys like Chris Hall and Will McClay. That's when. That's when you and, and the rest of them. Th- this is when you kind of really, really, really make a name for yourself. When you, and in the scouts portion of the draft, I always feel like you should be able to go find at least three rotational players, mm-hmm. one starter, and another development guy. Three rotations, three rotational wow. guys. Core special teams it's guys. Got a lofty thinking there, isn't it? No, no, no. That, yeah. that, that's that, that's the scout portion of the draft. Three rotational guys slash core special teamers, right. a starter, and then a future project. Okay. That that, yeah. that is that is the the scout portion of that draft. That's yeah. how you kind of make your way, and then you get into I can't even pronounce this name. Matt. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go from either. Northern Dakota. Chris was showing us some B-roll uh, while we were in the break of this guy. And the first thing that sticks out of him when you see him on film is, one, he's – I'm not going to say – I'm not going to say what I was going to say. He's a mammoth. I was going to say he's huge, but everybody's like, oh, he's huge. What he's he is a big dude. Like, he is a big dude. And then the second thing you think is that right there. Boom. Yeah. He's a mauler. He is a guy who is going to just maul you mm-hmm. down. Now – Again, really big, big in size, a mauler. How will he handle the speed of the National Football League? Because normally when guys are that big and that tall, uh, sometimes you, you you struggle with the quickness. The hips. The hips. The hips. Now, if he gets his hands on you, it's probably night-night, see mm. you tomorrow. But Six, it's it's seven, it's that part of it is, is being able to um, – being able to get in, and he'll learn from a great guy. He'll learn from Tyron Smith, who's another you know large human being who it's unfair the way his body run goes. that back because yeah. you see he right he did something real nice if we if we could have ran the other one back where right when he hit the guy he sunk his hips yeah 
If he can do that repeatedly over and over and over. See right here, watch. Okay, right here. The grunted hit, boom, he sunk his hips and came back inside. That's a hell of a thing. Now, I know that's against Poe Dunk, whoever, blind sister. <laughs> but that was a hell of a thing. To sink your hips, to fall back inside, that was nice. That was nice. So this is potentially who, who may be your future um, your future left tackle. Yeah. This, this may be the guy who, who ushers in the future of Cowboy football at left tackle. It's not if, but when Tyron Smith either misses games and or retires. This yeah. Tyron may have about another year, maybe two left in the tank before he hangs up his cleats with all the injuries, neck, back, yeah. elbow, uh, all that stuff. So getting him in, um, uh, getting him in now and allowing oh, him to man. develop is uh, going to be key. Uh, 167, Deron Bland, DB out of Fresno State. Um, I'm not going to spend much time on him. Yeah, I don't know much about uh, him. Don't know much about him. Cornerback, uh, I guess. Yeah, cornerback going to get some some. You always try to grab as many cornerbacks as you can in the draft sometimes so you can have a bunch <laughs> you of You know what the get great Gil Brett used to tell us, man? When you get past the fourth round, you should be seen and not heard. <laughs> 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 you like you should be seen and not heard. You know what? You can talk about all these dudes. I want to see them. Like I told Kurt on the phone earlier, I want to see them. Yeah, some guys I'm going to talk about up, up into the fourth round, after the fourth round, I want to see you, Jess. I want to see you. I want to see you saying, wow, man, that, that guy there going to be on the practice squad. That guy there going to be a rotational guy. Ooh, that guy there can even be in the rotation, you know, on the field rotation. Yeah. What, do you, what do you think about the, the – since Will McClay has kind of taken over, he's, he's prioritized like power five guys, it seems like. That's mm-hmm. been the focus of the draft. But this year, you know, they'd, Tulsa, South Alabama, Fresno State, I mean, there's. It looked like have they this, North Dakota. I mean, you know what? You know what has happened? It is called. You can get into something that portals you. That transfer here. portal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you can't just lock in on the Bamas of the world no more because a kid from Bama can get mad and run straight to Jackson State. Yeah. A yeah. kid from Florida State can run right on over to North Carolina. So you got to be. Now you got to be like Scotty, beam me over to, <laughs> beam me over to South Alabama. We got a kid that, that just left. Sense. We just got a kid that just left Tennessee. Yeah. We need to see yeah. him. You got to take it where this is how it was in the early seventies. Yeah, the late sixties and the early seventies when 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 athletes was everywhere. Does this then all of a sudden the, the Power curve? Five took over. Yeah, does this increase the learning curve at all? Uh, with wide receivers, it should. With wide receivers, it should help quarterbacks. You know, but wide receivers and cornerbacks, it helps. Offensive linemen, I still think you have to be be real, real, real careful because nobody's teaching feet anymore. Mm-hmm. Nobody's teaching feet. Everybody's talking grab, grab, overpower. But the other positions, it should help because you don't. You can get a kid from anywhere now, and so your coach is gonna have to be on par. You know, like I was talking to Dion just yesterday. He's like, hey, you have to be on par. You know, he released a few guys because he like, man, my kid got stuck. And we needed another level. Mm-hmm. So he went and got a coach that can get his kid to another level. You, you, you have to go now and get a coach, get a coach that can coach. You know, yeah. people. People, not scheme, people. Mm. Uh, and so – 
I get to my T's. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Right. okay. Right. To my T's. Your turn now. Nate had his. Uh, I'm right just here. saying, man. I, don't get mad at me. I'm, I'm <laughs> on. Y'all have a good one, man. To, I, I, I just talked about Ferguson. Y'all have a good day. Right. I get to my T's at 176 in the fifth round. Linebacker out of LSU, Damon Clark. Mm. This kid could quite possibly be the steal. Mm-hmm. Of the draft between he and the Dean kid out of Georgia, who the Eagles took, yeah, can possibly be the steal of the draft. What position the Dean kid play? Linebacker. The only thing that stands in the way is the medicals. Right. That was the issue, and with this kid, it's a back fusion. And so he's, he's basically going to be redshirting uh, this upcoming season. But if Dr. Cooper and company, Britt Brown and company, can work to get this kid back, and I know that everyone's going to say, you know, have the fear of the Jalen Smith, right? I get it. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm all – the difference is this kid was fifth round and not a second rounder, Yeah. right? That, that, that's the biggest the, – the, the capital – isn't as great if this kid doesn't pan out. But I think you talk about value. This was a kid prior to the back fusion would have gone either could have snuck into the first round, was not going to make it out of the second round. Mm. That's how good of a that's how good it look at this kid. He can run you down, he could be physical with you. He played at LSU. I mean, this is this is this kid is real. Real. See, I'm gonna tell real you something. Deal, he, he was a buck his I'm gonna tell you something, man. And that, and you, this is a no-lose. This being yeah. the fact where he was drafted, where he came from, the competition he played, this is a no-lose for the Cowboys. Or a win-win, either or. It, you're, more, you're more positive than me. You're more <laughs> no, positive. I'm just saying this. No, no, your wording was more positive <laughs> than the correct way to do it. This is a win for the Cowboys. If he don't touch the field, this still was a win for the Cowboys. If he don't touch the field, it's still a win. What happened to Jalen? That 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 no, that cannot happen. Yeah, that cannot happen, brother. Yeah. I mean, you see it right here versus Clemson. You know, I mean, running the ball down thirty yards down the football field for an interception. Oh, there, there isn't anything that this kid could not do on the football field. That's Matt Corral that he runs down. You know, right there. I mean, he just did the shark, the Kenny Gant. When, when I when I tell you if this back thing works out, and and and, and I have all the faith in the world in Britt Brown. Because when you look at what Jalen Smith was his first year coming out uh, after that injury, he was well, actually What happened really to his good. back, man? What, what happened to this? He, he had a back fusion. Yeah, like it wasn't discovered until like at the combine. At the combine, thing. It was yeah. kind of weird. So he had, he had to go and get neck back fusion. Um, it was discovered at the combine, and that's what made him drop. I mean, of course, to the Will McClay, way to go get him, son! So <laughs> this is to me, again, the Dean kid out of Georgia who went to Philadelphia. And, we got in the film on his Dean kid. Uh, oh no, he, Dean Kidd should have been a first round pick. Everybody thought he would have been a first round pick. Wow. Mm-hmm. And what happened to He's him? He's got some. He has a medical stuff. Medical yeah, medical pads, shoulder. shoulder you know, yeah. and so. I was getting ready to leave. Yeah, no, and he, he <laughs> fell all the way, way, way down. That's to my it. second star. Let me let me <laughs> star up. Let me star him up. But this star kid him right up. He's here, a year man. away, right? He's, He's a, a year, year away. A year yeah, away. Yeah. He'll be a year away, so he'll be Oh, able man. Cowboys just had an A. I, I wouldn't go that far. Yeah, yeah, for two picks. <laughs> but I two think, picks for me. 
No, you I mean, do you want to see Dean? I mean, we didn't draft him. Philly did. Yeah, I would like him? to see Dean, man. Because right, if Jesse That's went right. that far, that means he's something to this kid. <laughs> no, I, I just I, – this is, Here's this is Dean. the Dean kit right here. This is – they always say a little bit undersized, but – when 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 you look at what Georgia's defense was right. last year, uh-huh. and they had Georgia had I think fifteen or seventeen Fif- players 15, bro. drafted, he was the leader of that Georgia defense. Think about all the players you had. You know, first round picks. Uh, number was who went number one overall? Was it uh, uh, Walker? Uh, Walker from Georgia. I mean, then you had the David. I mean, all those kids. Yeah, has a beast. Bro. And this kid. Was the he was the guy the on one the Georgia could, defense? Corral them all. Say, listen to me. He was <laughs> the guy. He was the one. And so the Eagles said, "Well, I'm a dra- I'm a I'm a draft your big ugly that was in front of you, right. number ninety nine, right. and I'm gonna line you up right behind him." Yeah. So see the, the Eagles, man. I don't like them. They had so, a pretty good weekend. So, I hate them because so they the went and got Fletcher Cox. They went and got Fletcher Cox again. Again, yeah. they they went and got the, the updated version, the 2020. That's what I'm saying, man. Of, yeah. of Fletcher Cox. And so that tackle from Alabama. The yeah, yeah, yeah. They they went and got. Uh, they went and got. All Chris, where you and been, man? Brown, uh, yeah, where yeah, you been, Chris? Traded for AJ Brown. So it's gonna be a lot harder this year. But let's do this. Let's let's take our final break. Oh, we got another break. Yeah, yeah. We got two. We got two two breaks. I was getting ready to leave, so you brought back up these kids, man. Let's do our Final break, and we'll kind of, you know, finish out the rest of this uh, draft. Talk about some free agents. I have, a, I have a name for you. I have two names for you, Nate. I got two names for you, Nate, in, okay. in the undrafted class that you're gonna love. That you're gonna love, and I hope they, I hope they make the team. Uh, Damon Clark. Uh, Damon yes. Clark. So coming up uh, after this break, on hanging with the boys. Damon Clark. Damon. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. How great would it be to travel to watch the Cowboys win on another team's turf? Pretty great. But honestly, just watching the game from anywhere but your house would be fun. Even a hotel bar with some guy named Phil from St. Louis who thinks Oakland still has a team. So whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Back to hanging with the boys. 
Welcome back. Welcome back. Our final segment of Hanging with the Boys. Uh, this segment is brought to you by Cowboys Taco Fest. Miller Lite proudly presents the first Cowboys Taco Fest at Miller Lite at Miller Lighthouse at AT&T Stadium this Saturday, May 7th. Celebrate Cinco de Mayo to all my peoples out there uh, with world-class tacos, drinks, live music, and more. Take advantage of early bird pricing with tickets as low as $15. Visit SeatGeek.com, the official ticketing partner of AT&T Stadium. Are you a taco guy? Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm if talking. It's, if, they it's cook. Ed, if it's no, edible, no, no. if it's edible, no, bro, I know it's got to be cooked right. It's got to be fixed right. And 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 a dude, I'm, I'm gonna tell y'all something. <laughs> I'm gonna tell y'all something right now. Somebody told me this week. A guy that used to work for us, uh, Bullock. He said, "I'm eating a taco." I said, "Yeah, what a chicken beef." No, it's turkey. I said, that's not taco. That's a piece of bread and some meat or some crackers and some meat. Tacos is only two things, fellas. That's chicken or beef. All right? No pork? No. Uh, or pork. I, I slept pork slide up. But don't tell me you eating turkey. <laughs> Come on, man. Wow. Listen, we live in a new day. I mean, you got your fish Turkey's tacos. Thanksgiving. You Let's got your shrimp tacos. You. you know, it's a, it's a, it's a brisket tacos. Come a lot on. of different things, man. Come on, man. Kurt, Stop. You're a taco guy? Oh, yeah. yeah. I had tacos last night, actually. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm not really a taco guy. Well, if tacos, tacos don't make you pass gas, they ain't tacos. Yeah. Oh. I do think tacos are overrated. Ain't that right? What are we doing in there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's, let's finish up this draft. And, and, and I got two names for Nate that I think he's going to love uh, in our undrafted class. Okay. Uh, the last pick of the fifth round, mm-hmm. Nate, you have been screaming for, for this type of player. Um, a big nasty, a right. big, a big mm-hmm. space eating okay. dude, and they found that guy in the fifth round at Arkansas, the defensive tackle John Ridgeway, six foot five, three hundred twenty plus pounds. Yeah. And Is he real three hundred twenty pounds? Come on, my man from Kentucky decided he wanted to lose weight last year. <laughs> so is he? I need a dude. The combine. I, I need a dude like I watched this movie where they showed this big caterpillar, just over big slob and nasty. White caterpillar just laying out there, man. And that's what I need. I just need a guy that just <laughs> just going to lay on the ground. <laughs> that's a legit 320 right there, right? That's a, that's a legit 320. That's a big dude. Six I don't know, five, man. He may get here and all of a sudden think he'll pass rush. He might want turkey That's tacos. That's what happened to all our fat guys. He might want turkey tacos? Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. you <laughs> I need <laughs> I need some guys that are going to be needing gas X before the game. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a big, nasty, blah, 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 blah type guys. Coach, you got to use the restroom right quick. Like, hold on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. You think you're that type of guy, a gas X guy? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Man. that way. I just want somebody that when we – because it, it, I don't think we're going to have a very good team this year. Let's say we trip into the playoffs. One thing I do not want to happen is run right up the middle, run right up the middle, mm-hmm. run right up the middle, and run outside, then touch it out. Yeah. I do not want to see that. That it, don't ain't we've seen that enough, right? Well, What's your second guy? And then our other guy is uh, a Devin Harper linebacker out of Oklahoma State. Uh, got him in the sixth round, pick mm-hmm. one ninety three. But to your point, Nate. Um, when you look at these draftees from one to six, it seems like that there has been an attitude adjustment 
it seems like when you start looking at all of the the, the write-ups right. for these players, when you hear them speak in their interviews, one thing has kind of been the, the norm. It's been that these are, are aggressive, quote, quote, nasty players. And I don't, I, and I mean nasty as far as attitude, right? Ready to rip your head yeah, off. Yeah, they take baths and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. punch <laughs> you in the throat, right? Like, you know, bite you. Whatever it takes to get that done. So whether that's from the offensive line or from the defensive side of the ball, um, I think that what happened to the Cowboys last year in the playoffs against the 49ers, mm-hmm. I think that resonated and rung. Uh, any team yeah. we played that had an attitude. Yeah. Yeah, any team we played that had an attitude, we, we couldn't equal that. We couldn't equal that force. Right. You know, we need to go can get Draymond young, Green, Can bro. these young guys change that this year, or is it kind of a slow build? You know, to, to quote the – movie Remember the Titans yeah. attitude reflects leadership hmm. so I think the first thing of it is, is it has to come from the coaches Dan our, Queen got our, it. our coaches have to have a nasty attitude yeah. they, they, they have to want to see a couple fights right I remember at times and you said this and I've heard Nate say this I mean uh, well, Michael say this at times where Jimmy would come to Michael Irvin and say listen this practice is dead I, yeah Go go start a fight. Yeah. <laughs> get somebody going. Get get, get somebody going. And yeah. whether that's get somebody going by trash talking yeah. or fight happening, but it would get. He the, kept with James Washington. Right. For that, James was a good <laughs> athlete, intelligent, way intelligent than you would ever yeah. think the way he would act. But you can you can rest assured. If he he'll try something, and if Jimmy kind of smiled, then he, then it's on. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and so you gotta have those type. That's smart. Remember I said James smart, Washington smart. was smart beyond what you think. Right. Even though one time he almost took Alvin head off, and I think that was just a little bit too far. <laughs> that that really did though. start a fight. Yeah. Our practice went from here to playoff. Right. When <laughs> we got out of that practice, boy, there's some guys hurt after that practice. And, and, and you know, again, that's a mentality that, that has to resonate throughout the locker room, right? It has to become – we talk about identity. Like, I, I go back and I, I just watch – when, when when I watched after the fact, I watched the Niners walking out of the tunnel before oh, that yeah, game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was an attitude about who led that line. It was Debo Samuels and Trent Williams. Mm-hmm. Like that's who got off the bus first. That led. And, and, and I, as I'm working the game in the pre and post game, I missed that. I didn't see it till afterwards. And I, I had I saw that beforehand. I don't I know. Did. I, I saw. Game over. <laughs> game over. Like, How you I saw. That right there. Yeah. That tells me right here that those two dudes is le- and, the, and the quarterback <laughs> fell in behind them bobbing his head. And I, I said, that's it. I, I saw it because we was at the game. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I'm looking. Like, that was is it. we ready for that? I asked myself and I asked our guys. Word. I said, y'all think we ready for that? And I thought about what Jesse said. Well, Nate, you just can't do it in one week. I'm like, yeah, you can. Remember we went yeah, back yeah, and forth absolutely. getting physical? Yeah. And I'm like, they bob into the music. Because I remember we did them like that with our young guys. Right. When they mm-hmm. came up in our stadium over there in Irving, and uh, them young guys did the same thing. And we did that. We, we took them. Yeah. We physically beat them. I don't want to say the other word that we used to use. It's not cool anymore. And uh, they took them, man. And they did the very same thing to us, and we gave them the ball first. Hey, yo, y'all can have the ball first. Yeah. 
And, and it feels like there's been an attitude, attitude adjustment with the way that these draft picks wow. have have, uh, have come in. But we'll Don't see. Don't bring that yeah. up, Jesse. We'll, we'll see. Uh, we'll, we'll see because you can talk a good talk in the media, and you know. It's, so when it's, is training camp? It's different. <laughs> it's different once, once them pads come on. Are you yeah. going to be? And that's the biggest thing. Again, it's it's these young guys are coming in and they have that, but you have to have that leadership part of it. You need the, the other. You got to be able to control yeah. that fury too. Yeah, you need yeah. The, you need the other guys who are going to be here and be starters and be to pick up that I- I- as well to kind of really help this thing move forward. And before we go, I got two names for you, Nate. You got two more out of yeah. no, no, no. I just these are just these are just names. Okay. These are just names. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm just like names. Yeah, after I'll, the fifth, I've seen and not heard. I was go. I'll go around quickly with these, yeah. and then we'll get your grades, and then we'll get out of here. Uh, the first name is uh, – where did it go? I lost it. Marquise um, Bell from Florida from no, Florida. No, 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 no. school. I'm, huh? I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm looking for I'm looking for he Big Cat. He better come to play. I'm looking for Big Cat. There's a guy on his team. Yeah, Big Cat Bryant. Big, Big Cat, Cat Bryant. Bryant. That's it. There yeah. we go. What is that? UCF. Yeah, there UCF. we go. UCF. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big Cat Bryant. Now, when a guy comes to here – to Dallas and dons the name Big Cat. Right, right. Yeah, is there a level of expectation yes, that is put is. on him? Or <laughs> yes, should you say to him, hold on, young fella, I know what they may have called you around the way, <laughs> but until you prove to us, now he, now he did K and not C, yeah. but, you know, he's going to say, you, you know, yo, 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 coach, one of your coaches, Big Cat. Is that Marquez? You know, so th- this is this is this is big cat right, you know, right here. So should should we should he hold off on that on that on that name that, that big nah, cat? that's his name. That's his name. You gotta give it to him. That's his name. Okay. But I'm saying uh how how to pronounce my homeboy, man. Is it Marquez or Marquise? No, Marquise. 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 But that's Bell. not the name I have for you. I know I know it's not, but I gotta I gotta mention it the name, before the NM. The name that I have for you is the Ole Miss wide receiver down at the bottom. Second Ole from Miss, Dontario, Dontario Drummond. Get that one right. Oh, I'm gonna call him by his right name it's, until he ain't the right name no more. Well, you, this is actually the name that you actually call Don Terry. Yeah. So if <laughs> you, you Don Terry messes up, he'll start calling so, him Don right. Terry. So hopefully you'll I be able that smart. Don't you'll give me that much credit. Get this name right because you call the other uh, Don Terry. Don Terrio for so long. So those because he was names. with them donuts. <laughs> those are the two. You want to leave them donuts alone? So quickly, we'll go around and we'll close this thing out. Nate, draft grade for the Cowboys for this 2022 uh, draft. And I know it's early. I know you got to wait and see B, what guys are. For what I've seen, I got to get the Cowboys a B plus because they covered Ooh. a position mm-hmm. that I was really craving for. And I told you guys they got a tight end that has the potential to be able to run block. And catch to me, that is the that is the steal of the draft for me, Jess. Yeah. Mr. Jake Ferguson. I gotta give him a B plus for that. And they addressed other positions of need. So I gotta give him, you know, I don't know about the first round pick. I am just watching and waiting. I, I will be at camp. If I gotta, you know, I ain't paying for it. Come on, come on, somebody help me. <laughs> Kurt? Uh I'd B. Yeah, I think I like that they uh, have fit. You know, filled some needs. They got good value, it seemed like, in the later rounds. The question mark isn't going to be the first-round pick. Can he step right in? How's he going to adjust? So um, that could bump. I've heard or I have read some other places people talking about this is a boom or bust draft. I mean, these some of these guys, you know, if Tyler – As long as the tight end don't boom a bust. It could kind of go either way. But I I have faith in Will McClay and his crew, and I'm 
I'd give it a B. I, I went C plus. I went I went C plus for the draft because of the questions. You when you when you when you take a first round guy to me, it's a guy that you have to be able to plug and play right now. And I'm I'm against plug and play, especially against the offensive line. I need a guy that's gonna come in and play. Plug yeah. him. I mean, I'm not flex, position flexibility. He needs to be able to come in and play right away where you're going to have him play. There's still some uncertainty uh, uh, about that. There's also a guy, again, who had the most penalties in college football from the O-line spot. We got to coach that and, technique, and so, man. We got to coach. That, he that, ain't that, weak. That, that's the thing. He ain't had weak. the most snaps, by the way. Huh? He also had the most snaps. Yeah, he did have a ton so, of snaps. Yeah. So. I mean, he nine, still, he better. 909 we, snaps. We has. still have to work his technique. His technique has to be flawless by the time we get to train, by the time we come out of training camp. I like I like because the, the first round pick is everything. It is. Regardless of whether we want to believe it or not, it is everything. It sets but, the man, when you, when you went out and got a tight end All right. that yeah. can possibly block, <laughs> I'm serious. All right. Well, nothing else matters. Well, that right there is uh, <laughs> the end of our show. Hey man, I'm gonna go play some Journey behind this, baby. Yeah. We on a journey, baby. We'll play some Journey. Kurt, thank yes, you. Sir. Hey, Nate, man, where did you do your thing today, man? I appreciate it, man. Thank yeah. You know, I did nice. Sometimes you gotta, Shanna, just, you gotta just call. See, I ain't did. You know, Shannon kind of remind me of somebody else, man. You know, he come when he want. You know. Listen. Come on, Kyrie Irving. He'll don't be do probably that. Down there eating lunch. Right yeah, he down he down. He Kyrie Irving for Little the Kyrie. For, yeah. yeah for the Brooklyn man. Well, yeah, the world is flat. Well, like Kyrie, <laughs> we're out of here. <laughs> <laughs> until until next week. Yeah. Uh, thank you all for for joining us. And uh, yeah, man, hanging with the boys. We Great out job. this. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!